0: The final hours of Utah's legislative session. Tax credits for families, affordable housing,
2: domestic violence,
0: and school funding.
2: This is a special edition of Inside Sources,
3: live from the state capitol.
2: Here are Taylor Morgan and Marty Carpenter on KSL
1: News Radio.
3: Welcome to the expanded Inside Sources. Great to be with you for the next two hours. Here live from the Utah State Capitol Building. Uh, this is Taylor Morgan. I'm joined by Marty
1: Carpenter. Marty, I, I wasn't sure if I had to leave because I thought maybe maybe that was somebody else. No, but I'm not glad at to be all. With So we
3: are broadcasting <laughs> live from the uh, Supreme Court Chamber here uh, on the we're on the third floor on the east side of the State Capitol Building. It is the last day of the legislative session. It will officially wrap at 11:59 p.m. tonight. And I'll tell you what, Marty, it cannot come soon enough. It has been an intense uh, 45 days. We are going to get into this with our first guest. But I have to say this has been, I think, the most impactful legislative session in Utah in perhaps the last 20 years uh, when we talk about investments in infrastructure, investments in education, and just huge, huge policy implications.
1: A lot of big levers being pulled. Uh, it's a very productive session in that way. I would add to that and say, I think it's been one of the smoothest running sessions, at least from this perspective, right? From yeah, the, the, yeah. The, above the water level, seeing the duck just kind of glide along. That doesn't mean that the uh, feet aren't paddling very hard under the water, like but that it just metaphor seems there, like it's Marty. gone very, it's, yeah. very smoothly.
3: Well, and one thing I want to call out, and this is a good segue perhaps into our first guest and, and I'll let you introduce her, but. A lot of times in sessions past, we have seen some hot issues, perhaps controversial issues, uh, really sneak through almost or be rushed through in just the waning last few hours or days, right? This year, there seemed to be a very coordinated, very intentional approach to deal with some big, difficult issues right up front. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this session has been so well orchestrated Uh, by leadership and and by the caucuses. Uh, And I know not everything has been perfect. But there has been a lot put into this session, planning-wise, organizationally. Uh, it's really been impressive.
1: And I think it speaks to experience, right? I mean, yeah. if you look at the leadership teams in both chambers of the legislature, this is not their first rodeo. No. And so they no. know exactly what they're doing, and even their their teams are very experienced and have a real good grasp on how to make all of this happen, which is one of the reasons that we've brought our first guest in today. Uh, Abby Osborne is the chief of staff for the Utah House of Representatives, and I would say, sort of like the uh, air traffic controller, but maybe uh, even more powerful than that. And yeah. so, we wanted to bring in Abby today. And uh, first of all, congratulations! You made it to day forty-five. We you look made healthy. It. You look yeah. vibrant. You look like you're ready to start a new session tomorrow. No, uh, <laughs>
0: please, please, no. This uh, the sign and die tonight, as Taylor, as you said at eleven fifty-nine, is is really, really um, we're excited about it we're, we're <laughs> ready to be done. Um, you can see our lawmakers are are getting to the point where forty five days is enough, and it's enough to get huge things done and accomplished um, because we set an agenda and and we we had a path forward and and that's really why you see the smoothness so clearly is that we set out to accomplish some gigantic things. And the voters asked for these things. I mean, if you look at all the polls that the Deseret News and KSL and and others have done um, leading up to the session, they asked us to invest in infrastructure. They asked us to invest in education. They asked us to do water investment. And, and lawmakers have answered the call.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, historic in terms of the investments. $28 billion. Oh, but also uh, $800 million in tax cuts. Yeah. Right. We
0: think we're up to just over $800 million of tax cuts. Yeah. So it's, it's impressive. Largest tax cut in, in history, but also the largest investment that we've made um, as well. So that's a, that's a hard balance to, to accomplish, but our 104 lawmakers have, have done it.
3: How do you do it? That's the question I think. Yeah. <laughs> because it, this isn't the, this isn't the norm, right? This The way it has been so smooth, and mind you, in a budget surplus year, uh, the more money there is up here, the more difficult the session tends to be. You can't say no. Yeah, but this (laughs) year we have had such a surplus, yet it has been the smoothest, most impactful session I can remember. So how do you get that done? You said setting an agenda. Yeah. What did that look like?
0: So we worked really hard over the interim with – members of both parties um, but particular our caucus in the house majority um, working with the the senate majority to really understand step back um, from the from the loudness and just understand what we wanted to to accomplish so we set out an agenda and we've done this the last four years but this year was probably our our most widespread agenda and it's our majority caucus um, priorities And, um, if you look at that booklet that's out there with the accomplishments that we set out to do, um, it really just gives people a focus and a drive and something to, 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 to go and work on. And that's what they've done. And so if you can set that agenda and make sure that everyone's kind of beating towards that drum, um. It, it really does work, and, and I'm really proud of the work. And Marty's right. I am just an air traffic controller. <laughs> I mean, I run around. I, my staff uh, makes fun of me because I run around like a chicken with my head cut off. But it's all just this chaos that you just try to manage. And, and it's fun. It's exhilarating. The adrenaline will rush through my <laughs> body at 1159. But um, I'm, I'm just I'm happy to be here and happy to serve. A gun in the face.
3: That's when everything started to turn
2: bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
0: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, it takes a lot to put together and orchestrate. 75 House members, however many bills actually start in the House, but collectively between the two chambers, you're over 1,000, and ultimately you pass somewhere in the 500-ish range. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about tonight, uh, maybe not specific to this particular tonight, but to the final day of a yeah. session, and, and what your job entails when it comes to balancing bills left on the House board right now, right. bills on the Senate board. I'm sure you're tracking that even as we're you know, just past 1 o'clock in the afternoon, still, uh, 11 hours away from the time that you're done. How are you balancing that? And and just take us through some of that interaction between you and and your counterpart in the Senate.
0: Yeah. So, um, it's, that's a great question, Marty. So what we do right now and, and people may not realize that we control now the board in the Senate, the Mm -hmm. house controls the board in the Senate and the Senate controls the board over in the house. So they send us a list of bills every few hours. We send them a list of bills every few hours and, that's what we asked the Senate then, and respectfully, that's what they asked us us to debate. And so we're constantly, you know, moving bills back and forth. We finished the budget, so Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, that's when the budget gets finalized. So that's when all the fiscal note bills were done um, and and finished. So now we're just on straight policy. Straight policy. None of these bills cost any money to hmm. the taxpayer. They are straight policy bills. So now we're just working back and forth with our counterparts in the Senate to to make sure those policies um, get passed and the people understand the substitutes and amendments that are coming back and forth. But um, it's it's just, a, just managing the airplanes in the sky, yeah. really. Yeah.
1: So, so not to put you on the spot, but if you had to guess, like right now, give us a ballpark idea of how many bills are still out there and what do you oh. think yeah, we what, just ran. How many will be left was, on the board?
0: Yeah, we just ran. It. I actually, um, I make, I tease our our presiding officer Brad Wilson, who's our speaker of our house. Every year, he's like, "I think we can get out of here early. I think we can do it." <laughs> I really do think we can get out of here oh, early this year. I, knock on wood. Knock on wood. That would you know, be you can bring Talk me about back. Historic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I really do, based on the numbers um, and where we're trying to get to in each respective body. I I do think we can get out of here early. I mean, we're in caucus right now, so they're all at lunch. So nobody's, nothing's happening right now. Yeah. Um, but when they come back at two o'clock, if we can really put the pedal to metal for the few, next few hours, I do think we can get out. Well, of and here it's really. never
1: the house's fault, right? It's the Senate that saunters and you guys are always oh, just waiting around, right? <laughs> Senate is the worst.
0: <laughs> we are both equally to blame for the sauntering, but, um, we both have something that, you know, we want to still accomplish and our members still have something they want to accomplish in the next waning hours. And, We're here to get that done for them so
3: we're speaking with house chief of staff abby osborne and uh, abby we just have uh under a minute left but really quickly if you could in 30 seconds give us your personal highlight what is your personal highlight of the 2023 legislative session
0: thanks for that taylor um i i didn't really plan on being in this position four years ago this Mm -hmm. was never something that i set out to do Um, But when I was asked and when I was called upon to to do this, I said, you know what, I want to serve. And I'm looking in my rearview mirror of the accomplishments that these lawmakers have made that will have generational impacts on my kids and Mm -hmm. my grandkids. And I'm really proud to have been at the table.
3: Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you for your service. Thank you for joining us here on Inside Sources.
1: Yeah. And, you know, what? just one quick point to say, as smooth as it's been, it's important to realize that this is a year after an election year, so there were a number of new members of the House. So that's yeah. even more impressive that things would run so smoothly because you have new members to the body who haven't been up here before and don't know how it works and have had to learn on the fly. So that's a testament uh, to that leadership as really well, Marty. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Abby Osborne, thanks so much. Good luck the rest of the night, Thank you. and hopefully we're out of here in like seven or eight That'd hours. that awesome. don't, don't jinx knock it, Marty. Don't jinx it. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Back <laughs> with more on inside sources on KSL News Radio after this.